0: He seemed to be alone. Why not, I said in a hoarse voice. Because Mom's got to clean there. I got to my feet, rolled up the cassock, took my jacket from the altar rail, and checked that the pistol was still in the pocket. Pain stabbed through my left shoulder as I forced it into the jacket. Are you from the South? The boy asked. That depends what you mean by South. That you're from south of here, of course. Everyone's from south of here. The boy tilted his head. My name's Canute. I'm ten. What's your name? I was on the verge of saying something else before I remembered what I'd said the day before. Ulf. How old are you, Ulf? Old, I said, stretching my neck. More than Thirty? The sacristy door opened. I spun round. A woman emerged, then stopped and stared at me. The first thing that struck me was that she was very young to be a cleaner, and that she looked strong. You could see the veins in her lower arm and on the hand holding the bucket, which was overflowing with water. She had broad shoulders but a narrow waist. Her legs were hidden under an old-fashioned black pleated skirt. The other thing that struck me was her hair. It was long and so dark that the light from the high windows made it glisten. It was held back by a simple hair clip. She started moving again and came towards me, her shoes clattering on the floor. When she got close enough, I could see that she had a fine mouth, but with a scar, perhaps from an operation to correct a hair lip, on her top lip. It seemed almost unnatural, considering her dark complexion and hair, that she should have such blue eyes. Good morning, she said. Good morning. I arrived on the bus last night, and there was nowhere to... Fine, she said. The door here is high, and the gate is wide. She said this without warmth in her voice, put down the bucket and broom, and held out her hand. Ulf! I said, holding out my hand to shake hers. The cassock, she said, waving my hand away. I looked down at the bundle in my other hand. I couldn't find a blanket, I said, handing her the vestments. And nothing to eat apart from our communion wafers, she said, unrolling and inspecting the heavy white garment. Sorry, of course, I'll pay for it. You're welcome to it, with or without a blessing but please don't spit on our council leader next time, if you don't mind. I wasn't sure if that was a smile I could see, but the scar on her top lip seemed to twitch. Without saying anything else, she turned and disappeared back into the sacristy. I picked up my case and stepped over the altar rail. Where are you going? the boy asked. Outside. What for? What for? Because I don't live here. Mum's not as cross as she seems. Say goodbye from me. From whom? Her voice called. She was walking back towards the altar rail. Ulf. I was starting to get used to the name. And what are you doing here in Kosund, Ulf? She wrung out a cloth above the bucket. Hunting. I thought it was best to stick to one and the same story in such a small community. She fixed the cloth to the end of the broom. What for? Grouse, I chanced. Do they have grouse this far north? Or anything with a pulse, really, I added. It's been a bad year for mice and lemmings this year, she said. I hummed. Well, I was thinking of something a bit bigger than that. She raised an eyebrow. I just meant that there aren't many grouse, There was a pause. In the end, Canute broke it. When predators can't get enough mice and lemmings, they take grouse eggs. Of course, I said with a nod and realized my back was sweating. I could do with a wash. My shirt and money belt could do with a wash. My suit jacket could do with a wash. I dare say I'll find something to shoot. It's more of a problem that I'm a week early After all, hunting season doesn't start until next week.